Welcome to GYN Corner with Dr. McDaniel, all things health-related for women. Good morning. It's Monday, August 12th. This is Dr. McDaniel at GYN Corner. I'm bringing all things health-related for women. Let's see. Today, uh, as the title stated, I'll be speaking about the treatment of ectopic pregnancy. Uh, last week, I spoke about the signs, symptoms, the diagnosis, the evaluation of ectopic pregnancy, and I spoke about how the most important thing is diagnosing it as soon as possible, because depending on where the location of the pregnancy um, happens to occur determines how much time one may or may not have uh, before it becomes a, a health threat. So briefly, an ectopic pregnancy is a pregnancy that occurs outside of the uterus. The um, fact for all pregnancies is that all pregnancies occur in the fallopian tubes. And if you think of the uterus as a drumstick, then the fallopian tubes are the shoulder, the arms, the wrist, and the hands that extend from the top of that drumstick. The fallopian tubes with their fimbria or the fingers, they pull up the egg as it pops or is released out of the ovary. If pregnancy occurs, it occurs around the wrist area of the fallopian tube and then that fertilized egg slowly but surely rose down the fallopian tube into the uterus and latches onto the, into the uterine wall around four to five days after fertilization. If there's a blockage or an impediment to that fallopian tube pathway, or if the tiny little hairs that sweep that egg into the uterus are damaged, they don't work, then that pregnancy will occur in the fallopian tube. Occasionally, a very small percentage of the time, the pregnancy will get all the way into the uterus and then it'll fall too low, so that by the fourth or fifth day, it latches onto the very lower portion of the uterus or into the cervix. Those are not viable locations for a normal pregnancy or if they don't make it into the fallopian tube at all they'll fall completely back well they'll make it enough to get fertilized and then they'll fall right back out of those fingers or the fimbria they'll fall onto the ovary bladder intestines the omentum which is the fatty apron that overlies the intestines or even onto the liver so anywhere in the abdominal pelvic cavity is fair game for a potential pregnancy to latch on to if it does not make its normal predictable course through the fallopian tubes and up into the upper part of the uterus. Once an ectopic pregnancy has been diagnosed, and it's diagnosed with a blood hormone number, HCG or human chorionic gonadotropin hormone, and an ultrasound, both confirm that the pregnancy is an abnormal pregnancy because it's not growing appropriately by virtue of the fact that the hormone levels are inappropriately rising, and it's not in the appropriate location by virtue of the fact that the uterus is empty does not contain a normal pregnancy for the stage that that pregnancy should be or for the hormone level that that pregnancy should be. Once those factors are all uh, identified, then the treatment options are given to the patient. The first treatment option I'll discuss is surgical. The treatment options are surgical versus medical. So the surgical option is the 
gold standard it's the original option that we only had available to us and the surgical option was a laparotomy which is opening the abdominal cavity and then a salpingectomy which is removing the tube if that pregnancy is in the fallopian tube if it's not in the fallopian tube then we were tasked at finding where exactly that location happens to be and removing it because wherever it happens to be it is dangerous once that pregnancy outgrows the containment of whichever organ or structure it's located in it will rupture burst and the patient can bleed to death so if the pregnancy is not in a really obvious location like the fallopian tube then as gynecological surgeons we were tasked to find where that location happens to be and the pregnancy is often going to be fairly small if it's caught within the first trimester if it's caught around six weeks or so that pregnancy is going to be um, pretty small six weeks is going to be around the size of a actually smaller than a wall like a table grape around the size of a table grape or so so it's quite small um, the salpingectomy was just removing the fallopian tube where the pregnancy was located. If it's located out of the fallopian tube, then it's removing the pregnancy wherever it's located, cutting off the blood supply, suturing it, and making sure that everything is back to normal. If the pregnancy is in the fallopian tube but it hasn't really distended or started to rupture the tube, the tube hasn't started bleeding from the rupturing, there isn't a ton of blood in the pelvis, the patient's stable, then we could just open the fallopian tube. Opening the fallopian tube is called a salpingostomy. If it's not in the fallopian tube, then it's the same procedure regardless of where it's located. Um, the procedure was traditionally done opening the belly and we can see using our hands that's called an open laparotomy or an exploratory laparotomy once the age of keyhole surgery our cameras came about which is a laparoscopy where we put a camera in through the belly button or sometimes above the bladder the pubic bone then we'll put smaller instruments in to use in place of our hands to manipulate the tissue and to operate. With the laparoscopy, the same procedures are done. We can either remove the tube or open the tube, a salpingectomy or a salpingostomy. Or if it's not in the fallopian tube, wherever it's located, we isolate the pregnancy by cutting off the blood supply to that abnormally placed pregnancy. We remove the pregnancy. Uh, usually with a suction and then we ligate or suture or cauterize all of the blood supply making sure that there hasn't been any damage to the surrounding organs of so the bladder the intestines or the abdominal wall ureters or other blood supply um, laparoscopy is preferred over laparotomy simply because the patient's recovery time is much faster. With the laparotomy, traditionally, it's two weeks before she's able to really um, are recommended to get back to any kind of active uh, work or activities. And then it's six weeks before she can drive a car or lift anything heavier than 20 pounds. With the camera surgery, a laparoscopy, then it's 24, 24 to 48 hours for any heavy activity and that's just because um, it'll decrease 
potential uterine bleeding after the procedure and then she's back to normal activities after 24 hours so the difference between the recovery is vast because the amount of disruption of normal tissues of the abdominal wall is much much smaller with the laparoscopy so this is dr mcdaniel at gyn corner thank you for watching this has been a presentation on the surgical management of an ectopic pregnancy and please uh, click the subscribe or follow button if you'd like to be notified with the future presentations of all things health related for women and also please check out the YouTube channel uh, that's also called GYN Corner and hit the like and subscribe button so you can be notified about the YouTube presentations and we're also on podcasts through Spotify, Anchor and through Apple iTunes Obviously, the name is GYN Corner, so check us out. Thanks again for watching. I'll be back tomorrow, Tuesday, and that's going to be the medical management of ectopic pregnancies. Have a great rest of your Monday. Thank you. Thank you for joining Dr. McDaniel at GYN Corner, all things health-related for women. Please subscribe and join us again soon for another episode.